Thank you for tuning in to Bible Storming Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, our aim is to help you be intentional in how you think about the Bible. It is more than just reading the words. It is about diving deep into the text. So let's study together. Here is your host, Daniel Webster. What is up, Bible Stormers, and welcome back to the Bible Storming Podcast. I'm so thankful that you're joining me once again as we talk about God. In this episode, we're talking about an aspect of God that has been attacked for really at least 800 years, specifically with the paradox. Can God create a rock so heavy that he cannot lift it? All right, so this, this like I said, this paradox is 800 years old. And it seems to put the Christian in a bind. It seems to leave you with, with only two options. Well, if you say, no, he can't create a rock so heavy that he can't lift it, that means he's not omnipotent. And if you say that he can create a rock so heavy that he cannot lift it, well, it, that means he's not omnipotent. <laughs> so it seems like either way you go, there's not a right answer in terms of affirming what the Bible seems to teach about the omnipotence of God. So th- in this episode, we're going to lay the scriptural foundation for what the Bible actually says about God's omnipotence. Now, this is very important because we have to let the Bible define its own terms. This is where a lot of the problems come up when when a Christian and a skeptic, or really two people of of any differing opinions, are are discussing something. A lot of the the time, a lot of our debates, a lot of our differences, go back to a simple misunderstanding of what the terms actually mean that we're talking about. So specifically for this episode, what does the Bible actually say about the omnipotence of God? What does it actually mean? What do we actually mean when we call God omnipotent? All right, so let's look at the Bible. And as I want to affirm real quick that we're, we're building up to this paradox, the paradox of the stone, right? So let's start with this. Genesis 17, verse 1, God says, I am God all." Mighty, Almighty, God Almighty, El Shaddai. You've probably heard that Hebrew phrase. God uses this name to describe himself really throughout the Bible, like starting here in Genesis and then going all the way through the last book of the Bible. Revelation, Revelation 19, verse 6, the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. 58 times in Scripture, God is called Almighty. Now, what this means is that all the might that it is possible to possess, God possesses. He is almighty. Now, maybe the most prominent example of God's omnipotence is is that the Bible teaches that he created everything from nothing. Now, in creating everything, he he didn't need matter or energy out of which to create the universe. He, He created that matter and energy, as well as the things that matter and energy make up. Now, this idea, the idea that that God created everything besides himself out of nothing, is probably the most most powerful visual display of his omnipotence. You can see it's it's affirmed in the Bible in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In other words, in the beginning, God created the universe. Now, how did he do this? Well, the psalmist tells us in Psalm 33, verse 6, that by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. 
So God did this, and, and everything else that he does, he, did it, he does it effortlessly. Not, not by the sweat of his brow, not by the, the perspiration of his forehead, but by the mere breath of his mouth. Verse 9 of Psalm 33, For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. Everything came into being simply because of a verbal command from God. In Revelation or in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, Paul uses a striking phrase to characterize this creation out of nothing. He says that God gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Think about the magnitude of what we are saying. Scientists tell us that it would take 500 billion years to journey around the Earth's perimeter traveling at the speed of light. That, that's 186,000 miles per second. 500 billion years. The sun has a diameter of 864,000 miles and, and can hold over 1 million planets the size of the Earth. One star has a diameter of 100 million miles. That, that's larger than the Earth's orbit around the sun. So when we, when we say that God created everything out of nothing, we're talking huge. We're talking mind-blowing proportions. But then also, look at the, the incredible complexity. When we get down to the very smallest parts of that creation, it's not just that creation is huge. Creation is also tiny. It's delicate. It's intricate. It's, it's crafty. Like, like humans. Look at how incredibly intricate our design is. Just allowing us to live and operate on a daily basis. God's power in creation is staggering, and he created it all from nothing. A.W. Tozer says, since God has at his command all the power in the universe, the Lord God omnipotent can do anything as easily as he can do anything else. All of his acts are without effort. He expends no energy that must be replenished. His self-sufficiency makes it unnecessary for him to look outside of himself for a renewal of strength. All the power required to do all that he wills lies in him in undiminished fullness. Think about how this compares to us. We need food. We need sleep. We need to work out to gain strength, other things like that. But God has all the strength that he could ever possibly need already inherent within him. Nothing is impossible to God. Nothing is even hard for God. God can do anything. Now, that's, that's the second thing I really want us to notice from Scripture. First is that God is almighty. Second, God can do anything. Go back in your, in your minds with me to Genesis chapter 18. God has just promised that Abraham and Sarah would have a son. And in verse 11, the Bible records that the way of women had ceased to be with Sarah. So in other words, she's, she's past the age where she can bear children. But but God's just promised that she would bear a son. So how did she respond? So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, Abraham, he, he's old too, shall I have pleasure? So God promises. Sarah laughs. Then God asks a question. Genesis eighteen fourteen: Is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, obviously, this is a rhetorical question, but the implication being, no. Jeremiah thirty-two twenty-seven. Behold, I am the Lord. 
the God of all flesh, is anything too hard for me? If you're not sure about the answer to that question, look 10 verses earlier. Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. So the scriptures say that God can do anything. Nothing is too hard for God to do. Now, this is, remember, this is, this is incredibly important. As we build up to answering the paradox of can God create a stone so heavy that he cannot lift it? What we're saying is that God can do anything. Nothing is too hard for God to do. Now, remember that as we build up in this, in this discussion. And notice that this is not a doctrine that's really even, like, it's not confined to the Old Testament. It's not like, you know, God can't do what he used to could do. <laughs> no, this, this doctrine is repeated in the New Testament by Jesus himself. Matthew 19, 26. With man, this is impossible. Jesus is, is speaking. He says, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Mark 14, 36. Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. If my God is not able to accomplish the impossible, then my God is too small. Now, what does that mean? Well, first, it means that God cannot be stopped from accomplishing his purposes. Job 42 and verse 2, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Isaiah 14, 27, For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? Isaiah 43, verse 13, Also henceforth I am he. There is none who can deliver from my hand. I work, and who can turn it back? Isaiah 46, 9 through 10, I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Then he says, My counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish all my purpose. Now listen to this verse. Daniel chapter 4, verse 35, All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say to him, What have you done? If we had a tug of war, and on one side of the rope you have the whole world, and all the angels, and Satan, and all the demons, all on the same side of the rope, and only God on the other side of the rope, God could just sneeze and win the day. We, we go flying. God is triumphant, He is invincible, He is unconquerable. If he purposes to do a thing, it's really simple. No power in the universe or out of it can stop him. So, so the first thing that I want us to, to notice about God's omnipotence and what it means is that God cannot be stopped from accomplishing his purposes. Second, God does whatever he pleases. Psalm 115 verse 3, our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. El Shaddai is not like us, right? He can do whatever he pleases, whatever he wants. Ultimately, ultimately the, the only thing that, that determines what God will accomplish and what he won't is what he wants to do. That, that is inherent in being almighty. It's inherent in being omnipotent. God does whatever he wants. Now, the third thing I want you to, to notice about this is that God is on another level than we are. Job 37 verse 5. Listen to this verse. God thunders wondrously. With his voice, he does great things that we cannot comprehend. A paraphrase of that, God can do stuff that I never, ever dreamed possible. The scriptures are very clear. God is omnipotent. Now, 
we're going to stop here for today. But I want you for the week, two weeks, I have no idea when the next episode is going to drop. But in the time between now and then, just notice in, in the world, when you struggle to do something, just in your daily life, or when you see somebody else struggling to do something, or when you see somebody accomplishing like a, a, a really incredible feat of power, just think. That power, whatever it is, is absolutely nothing compared to God. Now, I want you to, to have this, this verse in your mind as well. Isaiah 66 and verse 2. All of these things my hand has made, and so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. So there you have God's omnipotence. Now, what does he want out of us? Well, what is he looking for in us? He points to his omnipotence, then, then what does he want? But this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. The almighty, omnipotent God who can do anything. The, the God who cannot be stopped from accomplishing his purpose. The, the God who does whatever he wants. The God who is on a completely different level than we are. But what he wants out of us is not for us to be strong. It's not for us to, to be mighty and powerful and try to be everything that he is. What he wants from us is to be humble. It's to say, God, I am not you. You are on another level than I am. And I'm going to tremble at your word. In, in light of who you are, you deserve incredible, untouched, unmatched reverence from me. So that is how we must respond to God. Now, once again, next episode, we're going to really tackle this question of can God create a stone so heavy that he cannot lift it? We're going to, to break this paradox, you might say, or we're going to try to. <laughs> we're going to do our best. So until then, keep on Bible storming. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.